2: and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only by app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com.
3: Hello, you are listening to the Blue Monday podcast this is the three times weekly audio show looking into the exciting happenings of Ipswich Town Football Club. My name is Benjamin Blue. I'll be here each and every Monday for this, the flagship show with ITFC aficionado, David Diamond, for a sometimes irreverent, always informative hour of football conversation. So make your Monday a Blue Monday. Dave, are you in one piece?
4: (laughs) Just about, mate. Just about. First of all, got to say, congratulations on flying solo last week. I mean, I must have been Real bugger to do, but you valiant, really good job. And also a real bugger to do that show after the, uh, obviously the disappointment of the Derby, uh, the Norwich Derby game result last Sunday. But uh, I'm in one piece other than I've got, I've now got a metal elbow.
3: Wow. Um, <laughs> what, 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 a couple of questions. What happened? What, uh, what happened? <laughs> and if it had been me, everyone would have been laughing, wouldn't they? So you can see how much, uh, more popular you are than me but yeah you got oh, a lot of I love don't in.
4: think so mate
3: so what the hell yeah what I did get a lot happened, of love bionics man
4: super. mate you know so Saturday morning so the day before the um got a lovely weekend lining up day before the, the Norwich game I thought as I do I thought yep Saturday morning lovely goal go in touch mate got in touch yeah going out yeah we'll go out cycling just a sort of shortish one to Felix ferry and back as we do um got down to Felix ferry. all very good yeah Had a a drink, a bacon sandwich, a bit of fuel for the journey back. Then got on a bike coming back. Wind got up, mate, gusty. And uh, going up sort of like Felixstowe, in towards Felixstowe, near the Brackenbury Leisure Centre, I think it is, along there. And um, just got caught by a bit of bracken or Brackenbury. Just got hit by by a bit of a gust. We've got hit slightly sideways, lateral movement. And um, I felt bad for my mate Chris, who was brilliant, actually on the day but um, my back wheel clipped his and I exited left off the bike <laughs> with great velocity.
3: <laughs> Ow. Um I I, I couldn't have um, noticed though you said you had a bacon uh, sandwich and then you blamed uh, the wind.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah no yeah there's nothing to do with a bacon sandwich didn't overbalance me. I was just I bacon sandwich, a bit fuel for the journey back, you know. And um yeah just a bit mate i was unlucky but lucky at the same time could have been worse i I hit me collarbone that was just badly bruised i bashed me knee that was just cut and badly bruised i could have been worse but yeah so i've got a i've got a bit of a metal plate in my elbow with um load of screws in it which i'll find out a bit more about it thursday week i think what i've got to say is though my consultant who did it my surgeon consultant mr Pryke, big ipswich fan mate and introduced him to the podcast
3: Oh, hello, Mister Pryke. Thanks for fixing <laughs> Dave's airway. Does Dave? Does that beat the um, guys who lecture Economist. economics? I
4: think it does, doesn't it? Surgeon, orthopedic surgeon. Come on, it surely doesn't it?
3: What does orthopedic mean?
4: Ah, uh, uh, right. Okay, I, I, I assume it's something to do with bones and
3: I don't know don't bones,
4: I? just bones.
3: Um, we owe everyone I an so. apology Some, though, because. Obviously, we've had quite a lot of tweets and messages today saying, "Where's, where's our podcast?" Um, so, for logistical yeah. reasons, we literally couldn't find a minute between mine and Dave's work schedules yes. yesterday, the Sunday. So it's currently nine o'clock yeah. on on Monday yep. night, and um, we're hoping to have this edited yep. by by midnight and up, basically one day late. Yeah.
4: Yeah, I've got a lot to say because I missed last week, so we must still be talking at half-eleven, but hopefully not.
3: Oh, God. God, no. <laughs> um, uh, uh, I'm sighing, as I'm even saying this. Seven months to go, but we're going to have to start talking about Mick's contract, Dave.
4: Mate, i tell you what, we've got a lot to say about Mick tonight. He does not endear himself to anybody, and it's bad. It's, it's, a, it's a real bad situation, you know?
3: It's Down a there, sad, wish, situation. You know, we...
4: It could be this sort of, yeah, exactly. Um, But, um, you know, he's got seven months left on his contract. We've got all these players, you know, decent, you know, McGoldrick out of contract. I mean, you know, out of contract in the summer and others, and four or five others, by all accounts. Um, I just don't, it's a mess, isn't it?
3: Would you like to hear the quote, All right,
4: could have been a a worse mess. Go on, mate.
3: I'm not assuming there'll be an offer, and I hope anybody's not assuming that if I'm offered anything, then I'm actually going to accept it and stay because that will be dealt with, but I'm not assuming anything. It's my decision. Nobody can sit me down and make me sign something, whether I wanted to or not. It's my decision. My contract will be up in May, and I'll decide what I want to do.
4: Yeah, is that healthy? I'm not sure, mate. I don't know. It shouldn't be his... Okay, it'll be his decision if he's offered something, whether he accepts it or not. But, you know, he almost comes across as... Decided this crap he's coming out. Okay, perhaps we'll get to it after with the the Burton review, but oh this crazy, he's just getting worse spouting out worse and worse diatribe after in each press conference after them after these matches, isn't he? You know, these way fans that go and you're you know, okay, you miss Burton, but I don't know many of me there were sat in another brilliant turnout by the look of it. You know, he's just, just taking a piss of it, isn't he? I don't um, I just don't
3: Yeah, I'm I'm not sure why, because everything seems to have turned since the since the Norwich game, and like within the space yeah. of one week, and we just had this yeah. week after week day when we were doing the, and we were boring ourselves with it last year. Oh no, we, we. were.
4: All, it seems like start to the season and all that goodwill it's
3: gone. Man. When
4: after Norwich scored last last week, and. We reverted to type, and we did revert. I mean, I don't know whether you covered this on the. I didn't listen to muster. I was out of it last week. Didn't really listen to. I heard some of the pod, but not right to the end. And we did revert to type. Um, I think having I, mean, I did see the game. Um, we did revert to type after uh, you know after Norwich scored, but mate, I I think he's just losing the plot. <laughs> saw, and the comments <laughs> um, he came out with after Saturday, I just think I just think he's lost. <laughs> it could it? be a really could be a really interesting. I don't. Is it interesting? It's boring, though, is it? Because we had it all last season, didn't we?
3: Yeah, but it just seems like you're—I don't know—three weeks <laughs> away from a managerial crisis. At any point, you know, three or four games away from you know, all okay. this contract stuff. And my Twitter all week and the Blue Monday Twitter has been all Mick in, Mick out again. I know. I know,
4: when you think, you know, you, think you got through, what, we won the first five games of the season, didn't we, including the, you know, the cup game and stuff, and you think, oh, here we go. And a couple of, you know, we haven't been stuffed or turned over by anybody. And to then City there was the Sunday bird.
3: game, which was brilliant. It's just the manner
4: of it, isn't it? I, I don't know. Even Bristol City game, all right, 3-1, and we, I think we admitted much, perhaps overall, much to the better side, but that flattered them somewhat. Um, I don't know, it's, it's a fine line, mate, and... I know. I know. I'm not looking forward to going, you know, to following him going through this for the next seven months. I because it's only going to get worse. I can't see it getting better.
3: Well, it was it was pretty Anytime depressing. Time pretty depressing last year, wasn't it? Um. Anyway, on a happier note, mm. let's talk some Kiefer Moore. Um. Because oh, what, whatever mate. you say about Mick, he's played a bit of a blinder here, hasn't he? Um. <laughs> let me give you some quotes. Um. So he's now scored 12 goals in 15 starts, Dave. Which is Great astoundingly good. Um, The more he's he's scoring goals, the view is that he's more likely to come back here at Christmas and see whether he can replicate Mm -hmm. it in the championship. And that's my intention. That's always been my intention. Mm -hmm. So one, could Mick have played this any better? And two, what value is there in him coming back?
4: I'll tell you what the value in him coming back is. Yes. If he can replicate it, we might need these goals come, (laughs) come January. And, yeah, he's obviously got he's obviously got something. All right, we say yes, it is a well, is it that bigger step up? You know, I mean, look for instance, Sheffield United. Look, look at Sheffield United this season. You know, and, and in the past, Southampton, Norwich's and seasons gone past. But Sheffield United's a case in point this season, who have made the you know made the step up one one division one at a canter and are now well romping away now top of the top of the championship. You know,
3: but that this deal couldn't have gone any better, could it?
4: No, not for Mick. Of course it can. not for, no, for no. more. Good luck to the boy. I mean, I saw him... I went, that was superb. I mean, I saw him play... Oh, we played Forest away, didn't and he? Was, I know he came on a sub, but he was fairly average. And when he came on, you could see he had a, he had a touch there and some hold-up play was decent. But, you, you know, I just thought he'd he would, he would he'd ship him on loan to Rotherham and he might get the almost get the odd start or something like that. Chip him with the odd goal and we'd be lucky to see him again almost. But tell you what, we might have got a little... Um, got a big, little big diamond in the rough there, mate.
3: Possibly. Um, Can I I do one of your narrative turning points, Dave? Away at Rotherham um, last year, 1-0 down. On he comes. Danny Rose smashes it across the box one minute after he comes on. He slides in. He misses it by one inch. And then he then he does nothing for the rest of his <laughs> so it's, Fine it's season. Fine line. Yeah.
4: Well, he did. He had that, and he had that header at Forest, didn't he? When he, Do you remember? It was about six yards out and he just. we said at the time, he said, Christ, centre forward, he's like six foot two or whatever he is. Oh, and he just that, didn't, didn't it, it, Well, or well, whatever he is, but do you know what I mean? Do, that, do you remember that cross came in, Is that like six yards out and he didn't have any, his weight, he just didn't put any weight in the header, did he? It was a weird one, like a free header where he just totally like miss time. There's obviously a player there. They obviously love him at Rotherham. They'd obviously love to keep him for the season because, Christ, he could get them in the playoffs. They're, you know, they're on the cusp of it now, I think. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens there. We'll watch that one with interest, but that could be a, an interesting, as you say, subplot uh, given that Dross, we might have to go through a well, few but weeks. But,
3: Dave, literally, excuse the pun, subplot, because if you have a situation where Joe Garner softens up some centre-halves for seventy five minutes and then you can bring this other guy on it might might be useful, mightn't it
4: him and garner together, but <laughs> tell you what Garner... Well, I tell you what though mate Garner is not um but well from what I understand, and pulling up any tree. and I hear i you know, listened to the phone in Saturday, and there was one or two people now starting to come out you know, on the on the uh, post-match phone in saying that um well, you know, is he really, you know, OK, start the season well. We like him. He's feisty. He puts himself about. But to be honest, we don't really feel he's contributing much. Waggon's got to play. McGoldrick's got to play. The problem perhaps, is, David,
3: I've already got Garner down as my player of the year. I know you love it. I know <laughs> you've got to
4: you're a, you're on a Joe Loving. I know. Well, we'll And again, that one, will, that one will play out. But interesting to see, um, well, we'll get to it in a little while, but interesting to see who he goes with tomorrow night. Just quickly, while I think about it, um, in case I don't get around to it, what was no, uh, a real positive thing today, Emma yes. Hughes played ninety nine minutes for the reserves. It's almost like you can 20.
3: see my running order, Dave. Emma Hughes appears for the under-23s yeah. today. and um, Fantastic. More Brilliant. praise for Mick, really, because the way he brings these guys back is good. He he gives them with Addy Amy, and Smith, and now yeah, and now Hughes. Um, you know, he gives yeah, them a few I games. He doesn't rush them, does he?
4: Yeah, although Addie Amy looked like he, he suffered a recurrence of his hamstring, didn't he? Uh, I assume he did it against Norwich. He could have done it in training last week. I don't know, but there wasn't any yeah, impact
3: mate. injury in that game, Dave. It must have just been wear and tear. Hamstring, hamstring, yeah. mate,
4: wear and tear. Yeah, So that's a shame, but brilliant news. I mean, we loved him. We we both loved Emile Hughes, didn't we? I mean, you know, and how he finished the season, you know, the volley at home against Newcastle. Christ, just keep that on your mind and hopefully replicate that. he will make a huge, huge difference to our midfield. Well, yeah. Dave, Great and
3: that, um, my favourite game probably last year was Villa away and that box-to-box, you Can know, you, when you see a centre midfielder course. furthest forward on 83 minutes or whatever it was.
4: Superb. And, you know, that shouldn't be... To deflect any any anything from and I think stand oh, an wow. absolute no, he's, he's
3: the fun arguably, of the season, isn't
4: he? I think so. And arguably was our, from what I saw, was potentially our man of the match against Norwich. Oh you know.
3: no, Davey he was he was for sure. Yeah, for sure. I thought I thought so. Um, and that's quite, quite a no quite a no brainer as well. There was no one near him. I don't think.
4: No, I think you're right. I think he struggled. By all accounts, I think he struggled a bit. Um, he struggled a bit. Uh, you know, Saturday, windy day. But you know, against quite a, which I know is quite a fairly big and physical Burton side, you know. But he's seventeen; he's not even think's eighteen this week, is he, or something like that? He's going to struggle physically. So, you know, if we can get Ma Hughes back fit, he's a player, mate. No, you can see only good things coming of that.
3: Okay, should we go to the Pirelli Stadium in, um, in well, just outside Derby? Yeah. You,
4: you, uh, you missed, you missed it. I missed yeah. it. I
3: couldn't, I couldn't get there. I've got a ticket for Cardiff. You went last, you tomorrow. went tomorrow.
4: I know, yeah, I know. You went you went there last season, though, didn't it? it was Good
3: Friday, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, well, it's 2-1, um, 2-1 yeah, yeah. again. We always put two in a win right. against Burton. There we go. Um, right, Dave, your team. So, he sticks with the 4-2-3-1. Um, um, so, there was a lot of yeah. kind of despair about the system changing against Sheffield United to three and then back again against Norwich to 4-2-3-1. So, he's kept it for a couple of games now. So, it was Barton goal. Um, I've got three questions for you after this. Um, Spence, right back. Knudsen, left back. Spence, yeah. (laughs) Um, Chambers and Webster, centre-backs. Skews and Nidham are the real central midfielders. Um, Waghorn, the right inside forward. Sears, back, the left inside forward. McGoldrick, um, off the front of Garner. Right, I've got three questions for you, Dave. Um, uh, We said when Webster came back that this looked like the first choice, back four. Do you see it saying yep. that that way, even in spite of Smith being I, fit now?
4: I sort of do, but then it seems, and even Saturday, it seems, reading reports of Saturday, that sort of Spencer's now lost a bit of form. It was up to the Norwich match. It was bloody
3: outstanding.
4: I he thought, was outstanding center
3: and he was crap against Norwich, bless him.
4: Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. But so, yeah, there you go. I... I Yes, I do see it. I do see it at that. But where that, where well, now where that leaves, well, obviously all, all from the bench. But this Connolly. So we got this lad Connolly from, um, obviously from a premier premier club on loan. Um, he's not from each at all, is he? But
3: yeah, um, he's no. He's not going to get it Ben. Back in. Um, can you hear me, Dave?
4: No, you can't hear me. Yeah, I can. I, you he's went a bit sort of quite.
3: Yeah, I can. Yes, yeah. not the best yeah. internet connection. Got me? Tonight. Sorry. Yeah, um, Dave Sears over Selena. Why did Why did Mick do that?
4: Well, he doesn't trust him, does he? And he says as much. Getting Getting through the game and after the game, he says as much. Um, Oh good to see Sears start. I haven't got a problem with Sears. I mean, we you know we both like him, but uh, I I'm not. I just don't. know. <laughs> I just don't know what I don't know what to make of it. I mean, the the more I think, the more um. The more um interesting point coming up in this game is um, the Kevin Brew um, the Kevin oh Brew situation that no doubt we'll get to.
3: So. It's almost like he's deliberately <laughs> finding diverse. things that are gonna wind everybody up. Um so he's done four, two, three, one. Um he's also said in his press conference, um, oh, you know, we'll switch it if we need to. They're trained in all the systems. Is he gonna stick to this now? Or are we gonna am I gonna wind up at Cardiff tomorrow night and Smith will be back in and there'll be 3-5-2 and, you know, super defensive. I'll
4: I'd, I'd be surprised if someone like Nidham starts tomorrow. There'll be changes tomorrow. It wouldn't but surprise me if he Dave, went 5. do you think
3: it's 4-2-3-1 now until Christmas for sure? Who knows with him, Ben?
4: I don't know. I can't answer that.
3: Okay. Um it wouldn't now,
4: surprise me if he went 5 tomorrow night.
3: Now, Beans... do um, don't you
4: think would it surprise you if he went... If, if,
3: um no, if no, he went five, to, uh, no, not against. Ah, um, ah. and they're going to play three up front, aren't they? It will be um Zahor. No, I, know, I think Zahor I got think, sold, didn't he? Um, no, he's injured. Uh, Ward. I, I think Zahor is Mendes, injured. Mendes, Lang, and Hoyle. Yeah, yeah.
4: There's some pace. Hoyle <laughs> and Mendes, Lang. There's some pace there, mate.
3: Anyway, yeah. Um, as I say, anyway, I didn't make the game, so I think we had some great. Um, Alistair sent me some good DMs and. Sam as well. So we had some great yeah. insight um from the game. I'll read a couple of those out in a bit. But Dave, do you wanna just cover the goals so we don't sit on there too long. So nil nil at half time and Burton taking the lead into the second half.
4: I mean what I did what I did know, apparently the second half started with chance uh, the first chance this season of Mick McCarthy or football was shite.
3: Oh, not again. So you
4: know, Yep, that came out, apparently. Um, Yeah, 55th minute. um, 55th minute, Lloyd Dyer, who I always liked. I mean, he's Christ now, he's old. He's like 35 or something, but always seems lively. He always plays well against us as well. Um, Got the ball wide left. Cut it back inside to about 20 yards. That superb strike from... First time ever from Luke Murphy. Good save from Bart. I don't think that was a Hollywood one. I mean he needed to get across to, uh, need to get his hand on that. Fantastic save. As he did again, I think first half seen on the highlights really made two sort of like point blank saves again, I think from Dyer and Sordell as well. Um, and it was an odd one. The result on corner, Lund took the corner and out swinger from the, uh, out swinger from the, uh, from the right. Um, yeah, it sort of looked like it held up a bit in the wind, which caught out Garner, who for once, who's, as we say, he's, he's more effective. He's probably is, is more effective than our penalty. Yeah, there has been in the for, for, you know, clearances. He's been outstanding. He sort of gets caught under the ball. Turner, who's a meathead, isn't he? Good jump. Sort of jumped, um, out-jumped Garner, who, as I said, got caught under the ball. And Chambers. And yeah, good connection. He headed it in the far corner. He's one of those ones who sort of like looped over Bart and McGoldrick. It was on the back post. Just couldn't keep it out.
3: Good, good error, I thought, Dave. Good goal. I had it down as.
4: Yeah, it was great. Yeah, yeah, he's a big lad, in he to, Yeah, he's been. Yeah, he's a big, experienced player. But then, but then, <laughs> immediately, I, I, I was listening to it on the radio. I thought I was hearing stuff. him um, off, <laughs> and Kevin Bruon, Discuss.
3: <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Um, and Where has that come from? This is with the audience clamouring for selena as well i guess mick would argue that his only cover if Addy amy's not yeah. around hughes isn't around was flynn downs not there though
4: flynn downs was on the bench uh grant ward was on the bench
3: but you can't you can't <laughs> talk about not playing selena because it's a scrappy game and then put no. Bruin in ahead of downs
4: I mean, I mean, again, that's that's one, that's that's a finger up to the fans, really, isn't it? Because apparently they were all through the second half, they were, you know, clamouring for Selena. So that's almost like two a finger, two fingers but up Dave, to the fans.
3: But you would just like to think that a prof- highly paid professional
4: yeah, is beyond that. Would be
3: beyond that, wouldn't you? Surely there must be a, another reason why he's done it.
4: Honestly, some of it, some of these comments he's coming out with are almost childlike after games now, mate. Honestly, it's it's just I don't know. Anyway, come on. Um, and then 1-1, one, one, 65th minute. Um, looked like it was a nailed-on free kick. McGoldrick looked like it was taken out right on the edge of the box. Uh, ball, ball runs loose to Spence, who sort of stands it up at the back of the box. Sort of I think garners in there, sort of six yards out. And sort of takes a bit of a deflection outside to the edge of the box. And Waggon on his left foot on an angle. It's just a finisher, is he? You know, great first-time finish, bottom left corner. Um, one one really. I'd I like think to, we had
3: again every time he does this, Dave. I'd like to point everyone back to my video: the day Waghorn signed, when I said, "I've said this a few times on the pod, haven't I?" Um, yeah. Quick early shots, low with the yeah. left foot from the edge of Christ. the box, and he's Deadly, already got mate. about four of them, hasn't he?
4: Deadly. And seventh goal of the season. Brilliant. Yeah, great. What a great sign. Yeah, yeah. super. Love it. Um, um, so, then... so still, still. Clamouring for Selena, but no, 72nd minute. I mean, the, the fans must be going, climbing the bloody walls by now. Sears off, Grant Ward on.
3: Well, I'm always an advocate of having Grant Ward on. But, yeah, me too. Um, yeah. Me too. Maybe when you're, when you're chasing the game and you're off to Cardiff but, on Tuesday night and you want to get three points I can see on that.
4: I, I can see it. But then, um, and then brilliant play again, wide left from, hell, this didn't go in, wide left from um, Waghorn.
3: Did you not think there was um, a foul?
4: Yeah, I did. I did. Superb play. How how Sears again, a bit unlucky, how he didn't just get a touch. But apparently Ripley, the keeper, got a small touch on that it just, just which took literally f six inches away from from, you know, the ball basically hitting um hitting uh, Sears and going in. It's one of those ones where um I think Sears Sears goes in the net and the ball somehow evades the net. But Lin- I think Linegar Argentina, nineteen eighty six. Um so after that, like I said, Sears off, Grant Ward on. And then uh, the fans finally got their wish with 84 minutes. McGoldrick off. I think Mick said his race had been run. And um, Selena on.
3: So did Selena <laughs> go in um, behind the front two then in the in the middle?
4: I think he did. I think that's where he went. Yeah. Uh, then 89th minute, Selena unceremoniously tripped. I think he you was know, running across the box. Apparently it was a bad one from um, from Stephen Warnock. Um, and it's just an odd free kick, isn't it? Really. I mean, he's lining up the free kick. It's sort of at a slight angle to the right side of the box, isn't it? To the, just outside the about twenty yards out to the right hand side. Um, and he sort of he does this sort of. It's one of these. I think Ronaldo first Gareth Bale does it, where he sort of, you know, they they just they don't take that. They they kick the ball with the instep, don't they?
3: Yeah, dro- um, big dro- Drogba used to as well, don't dro-
4: Drogba? Yeah, Drogba. Yeah, he was a foot exponent of that. Um. And it sort of goes up and over the wall and it doesn't really go in the corner, but it's a great free kick, but it just goes up and just comes down really quick. There's a weird one in And just totally deceives the keeper and it's 2-1 and it's game over. Um, I think uh, the after, the after shot of that goal is his Ryan, I've got Ryan Giggs type Villa Park Cup semi-final goal celebration. Minus
3: the where chest. Where he whips out, his yeah. shirt
4: off and whangs it around his minus the chest. There. Oh Christ, yeah. Um, yeah. Throws his shirt in the crowd. Um, Obviously has to then uh, has to then retrieve it, gets a yellow card for his sins. But again, this this all comes back to apparently there was a Twitter comment on Friday where Selena apparently said um, can't wait for the new year.
3: Yes, I saw that, yeah, only two months to the I don't, I don't know what's going on it's so... Maybe maybe so I'll put, TMZ, I'll put on there, maybe he
4: doesn't it? maybe hates Christmas. But apparently it is a 12 month is a 12 month loan unless all three parties, um, city, town and the player himself agrees otherwise in January.
3: Wow. Well, that would be a real thing if if, it's bailed out of that. that. So they get the late win. Um, I immediately put a poll up after the game, Dave, on Twitter saying um, Selena's goal was the fifth by uh, Mick McCarthy's substitute this season is... He, A, really good at making substitutes, B, picking the wrong team. Um, uh, We had some good, intelligent things to say, well, that's not the only two arguments and they're not necessarily linked, but I was just kind of playing devil's advocate. 21% said Mick was good at subs, 79% said he's picking the wrong team. Let's get your thoughts on that and just a bit on Selena in general, because... Surely, if his argument is he wasn't right to start, and he brings him in and scores the winner, is that not good management?
4: Yeah, of course it is. Yes, it is good management. Perhaps, so lucky? I don't know. It's good and lucky. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's brought him on. I think. I think. You're all right there.
3: Yeah, drop me phone. <laughs> it actually. was. Um, yeah, it's
4: right phone. So it was. Um, you know, one one and one one, and he brings Ward on. I can sort of see that, and then yeah, it gets to 85 minutes. I think by this time we're pretty much well on top. So I think it's a fair um, you know, if if he can throw him on there, it's, it's a bit of a no-brain no risk, low fairly low risk to throw him on at one one with with five minutes to go. But I mean, I think the crux the crux of it will be t- will he start him tomorrow night?
3: Well, that I was like my say you would again. <laughs> that was question number two, Dave. Percentage chance. Can I just talk a bit about Selena? So. Yeah. I, I saw him for the first time against um, uh, Luton, and it's clear. It's clear the guy is oh, yeah. a very, is a very good player, but I yeah. think he, I think he blinds supporters with thirty seconds of awesome work Bursts. every. He's does. not. He's yes, he, you know like you know like McGoldrick kind of gets going and then gets better and better for ten minutes, and then do you know what I mean? And yeah. he works his yeah. way up. Um, yeah, a lot of players do. Whereas. Selina is properly uh you know, do he's, nothing, he's, he's in and then do something brilliant and
4: outstanding. I, he's got it, he's got it in his locker to do and that. Against
3: Luton all he really did was do someone on halfway and set a goal up for Caldric. Yeah. And yeah, against yeah. QPR he scored that stupid goal. Um he wasn't very good against Crystal Palace. Uh, I was quite I, it was it was quite weird actually 'cause he um he got a he bit was he? outshone by yeah. some of the other so it was like Downs was the others, senior yeah, player they were. in that team. Against yeah. Sunderland, um, he was part of it, but that that was when Waghorn was having his virtuoso game. What did for it's Selina nice to- was you beat Sunderland 5-2 on a Tuesday. You go to Bristol City with the same system and, you know, yeah. it didn't work, did it?
4: He wasn't, and he wasn't. No, he didn't, and he wasn't bad against Bristol City. I don't think he was particularly bad against Bristol City, but I think we said at the time they were really well organised, weren't they? They were, they were decent on the day and well organised, and it, yeah, it just didn't, it just didn't come off for him. And again, don't you think players like that? Anyone, they they're they're still I always think players like that are confidence players as well, you know. So maybe he'll have a bad touch, and maybe that you know that will get to him a bit. It'll end up, you know, you end up perhaps trying trying too hard and than, than just doing the simple things that. That come naturally because I've seen him this season. He's no better sight when he's when he's in flow with the ball, running with the ball. He's as quick as I've seen anyone remember, run with the ball. Do you remember 10, the 10, one 10.
3: against Bolton where he took defence <laughs> into attack in about ten seconds. Absolutely. But, so the problem Absolutely is then um, that I kind of am with Mick that the only place he can put him is either in behind the front guy in a four two three one or one of the wide positions. Yeah. But it would have to be four three three. He'd need three midfielders behind Exception. him, yeah. I agree, in, wouldn't he? So I guess that's just the issue. But um,
4: I mean, let's, and also let's not forget, you know, the start of last season, um, you know, Lawrence really didn't didn't hit Lawrence certainly didn't hit the ground running. It, it wasn't until probably about this coming weekend when he scored the goal Sheffield away Wednesday? at Sheffield Wednesday. I bet it. I bet it was a year ago to the, to the corresponding weekend to this coming weekend, like first weekend in November. Up until then, he was a bit—he was a bit hit and miss, wasn't he? He was, wasn't
3: he? Um, okay, you tell me then. What does Lawrence have over Selena then? Uh, they're, they're very from, similar pro- in being very decisive in short bursts, aren't they?
4: They are probably physically, probably physically stronger. I'd say more, more set up for the rigors of the championship. I'd say he's a bigger, you Hard, know, bigger shot. <laughs> well, I don't know. One against QPO was pretty venomous, but yeah, probably. Um, yeah, probably not, not a great deal of difference. I think Lawrence perhaps is, can go off two feet and then can Celine. I don't know. I've never really seen it so far. But yeah, um, I don't think there's a whole deal of difference. Let's see. But well, I'll tell you what, up, up to this point, I think wasn't that goal he scored at Sheffield Wednesday, his first town goal?
3: It was. I think yeah. it might be. And then certainly, he certainly insane, didn't,
4: have, didn't he? Well, yeah, I know. But he certainly didn't have four or five goals by this, by this no, point. No, that's
3: true. And, and the thing is, it's... It is like I say, just he'll do something. He won't play. He won't play well for twenty minutes, but he'll get a goal or an assist. And that was always my complaint when I used to argue with you about McGoldrick. I'd say, well, look, Lawrence doesn't need eighteen touches to get a goal or an assist. He he does it once no, per do game, doesn't he? Yeah. So um, yeah. we'll see.
4: I've you know. I think that the thing the thing you do see with Salina and the thing that puts Mick off, you know, you see him and I've seen him two or three times where I sit, he's come on or he started the game. Maybe he did it once against Bristol City and he'll lose the ball trying to trick 30 yards out from our goal. Well, Mick would give him the hook for that.
3: Yeah, but McGoldrick will give the ball away three times a game trying to do a trick, won't he?
4: He will, maybe not in those positions though, Ben.
3: No, yeah, OK. Maybe, Maybe not that deep. Right, the answer key. this question then, Dave. The percentage, anyway. percentage chance he starts at Cardiff tomorrow? It's under 32. 10, isn't it? <laughs> <He's> that high?
4: <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, I think it's... it's well, I'm trying to go you know, hedge my bets. Yeah, I think it's fairly slim. He'll start at Cardiff. I really do. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It's pretty slim. But knowing, knowing, knowing Mick, uh, nothing would surprise me, mate. He probably will start.
3: OK, your next question. Nidham um, now has six starts and four subs in the league. Yes. Um, yeah. Will he be above or below 15 starts in the league for the season?
4: I'd say below. If Hughes gets fit and gets a run of games, and I think if Adi Amy gets some sort of fitness, yeah, he won't start 15 games. No. OK. No. Um, apparently, on the forum, did you see that, again, could have been sun on Sunday or something, that Arsenal are sniffing around the young man, apparently?
3: Mm. Well, I'm not surprised, really, given his no. age, you know.
4: Mature, mate. Mature player. And he's all—he's almost, you know, start of the season, it was all about Flynn Downs. And he's almost, but well, yeah, it's definitely usurped you, you young Downs, isn't he now? Well, Which is and good. At,
3: at this point, I would like to point you to my two Ipswich Town Power Rankings videos on my excellent YouTube channel, um, where we started the season and I had Hughes number one in midfield, Hughes then Skews and... Um, yeah. Nidam, not even a thought, and he's well...
0: Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first.
1: ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times.
2: Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home advantage with MOOC delivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com.
3: Up there now, isn't he, um, Dave? Oh. Your next question: Martin Waghorn has seven goals in nine starts. So, firstly, above or below 15 for the season, and secondly, finish this sentence: Waghorn is the best finisher at the club since
4: <laughs> Darren Murphy.
3: He's better finishing than Darren Murphy.
4: <laughs> he probably is on, on chances um, yeah on chance on chance conversions um, will he get 15 Christ yeah at this rate yeah a lot like to think. I mean if he can get if he can chip in with 15 goals we'll have. I think we'll have we'll have had a decent season but he, better, he's
3: better finisher than Pittman because he's got the extra power
4: I forgot oh sorry I forgot about Pittman um, yeah Pittman was very good similar actually very similar very um, uh, yeah it's, almost seems natural finishes you know yeah yeah, mm. obviously Pittman was predominantly right foot, um, Wagorn left foot. But mate, what a great signing! Super. Yeah, can't knock the uh, can't knock Mick and his scouting team for that one.
3: Um, and Mick's post-match comments again. Oh, I just, don't want to go too far down the. Road. Why is he Why is he swearing again?
4: I don't know. I don't know. Do you know the difference Here is. Um, uh, here's a difference. You know, who's who's controls that? Surely someone must vet that and control him on that, because they were saying I saw someone on the forum today that, um, for instance, um, you know, Robson. It happened to. I know this is going back to the me, but this is just an example when the fans shouted Robson out in back when Man United. I think I've covered this before when George Best ripped us apart in like Robson's second season, you know, um next morning he thought he was going to get the sack and the cobbles rewarded him with money to go and buy Alan Hunter and then ten go forward 10 years I remember town playing Coventry really famous in that sorry I'll get it in this week already 80 season I think we beat them 2-0 easily played brilliant football went to the top of the league 25,000 there but the ground was like quiet no atmosphere and Robson called the fans zombies and immediately that happened the Cobolds had him out and said, no, this isn't right. You've got to, re- to apologise to our fans in the press for that. So that's just an example. There's just no control on the guy. There's no control. This is what gets me. He can't come out with that. What other managers do you hear come out with? I bl- you know no Prue. Of course, we, God, we use language like that Yeah, on the pod every other every week, probably. Do we, fuck? Um, <laughs> <laughs> do we, bollocks? But do you know what I mean? It's it's, it's bad. I just think it's unprofessional. Um, yeah, and it's, it's just totally disrespectful of the fans, I think.
3: Yeah, and it's this ridiculous comment that he's just, and it's just we after know he's, a he's evidently made a good play, you know, by bringing Selena on and him scoring the yeah, winner, but just to, let to it come go. out with saying, um, "Oh, by the way, the more you chant for him, the less likely I am to put him on." It's literally your job to do the best thing but for the for the. this not team happened
4: last, who did this happen with last season? This happened last season with a player. It couldn't have been Williams because he couldn't have been fit, but there was some player last season this Dizelle. happened to. I guess it was. Of course it was Dizelle. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And at the time, at the time with Dizel, you could kind of understand that because we were struggling, rough and tough, you know, he's fairly slight, as we know, rough and tough championship, you know, not got the pace of Selena to get away from challenges and stuff like that. You could kind of understand It's that the same thing with Dizel? It's, it's getting a, it's getting an old, boring, worn-out record, mate. And, yeah, <laughs> Lose tomorrow night, which, you know, not beyond the realms we won't. And, um, I mean, Christ, we'd like to get 12,000 there Saturday.
3: Don't. It's bad. Um, and he's not helping. Opposition player of the week comes from Mullet on Twitter, um, who was at the game. He says, I'd say Turner for the goal and his Eddie Yard's approach to defending or Lund for spoiling the midfield play. Okay. All game. Yeah, This is from Sam, who was at the game. Um, Hi, Ben. Sure thing. Team bereft of confidence. No style of football. Long balls galore. Hoping for a reaction post derby. Nothing. Put that squarely on. MM. Burton were terrible. Awful. Shocked if they stay up. Serious lack of quality or direct attacking play in the final third. Wakon took goal. Well, how come Brew has come back in from the cold? I think you covered that, haven't you? Um, Yeah. Selina, great skills going forward. Not a Mick McCarthy player. No. No. Premier League technique for the free kick should have started, terrified the Burton defence. All in all, point would have been fair, but Burton were dreadful. So thanks, um, thanks Sam, yeah, Sam. For, um, for getting that in, and I'll give you an in-game for albeit the Cardiff game and the Preston game. Um, but still, wins a win, Dave. <laughs>
4: Three points, mate, we'd take it, wouldn't we? I mean, Matthew said on Suffolk, you know, he had it sort of pretty spot on and a lot of the callers did it with it at the game afterwards said, yeah, it was a bit of bit of robbery, but said exactly the same. I'm mean, exactly the same as Sam, just basically said that, yeah, Burton were pretty woeful, really.
3: Um, and thanks as well to Alistair who gave me loads of insight Yeah. DM for that one. Right, we're going to the round-up, Dave, and those pesky Sheffield United blades... What? Good, aren't they? Good, aren't they? <laughs> Very good, yeah. Um there's... First time,
4: sorry, first time they hit the top of the championship. The first time since November two thousand and five. There you go.
3: That must have been Warnock.
4: Possibly, yeah, yeah. yeah I he guess took, it was.
3: He took them out, didn't he? Um, yeah. Outstanding work from them. They win two one away at Leeds. Uh, QPR two, Wolves one. So Wolves seeding the top spot. And Dave, your favourite posh football player with the well, winner?
4: I've, I've, put, uh, I've put a great-headed winner by the well-spoken, eloquent Matt Smith.
3: Um, can I just quickly go back to Sheffield United? Um, our uh, Blade... Oh, God, I've forgotten his name. Is was Mark, wasn't it? Um, yeah. He said that, oh, you're lucky because they haven't, didn't have Coots playing in midfield. So, apparently, the first choice midfield three is Duffy, Fleck and Coots, And we only have played Whew. against two of those. So, God knows how good those... They are yeah, with, great with Great finish well.
4: by the kid, uh, highly rated, that uh, David Brooks came on and yeah, great only cup finish. Well, um, yeah, they're one, I mean, they won, just getting back to that, nine out of the last 11. They're on a roll. Leeds have lost five out of six, mate. They're on a slide.
3: Mm. Cardiff mm-hmm. nil, Millwall nil. Only one win in four for Cardiff, Dave.
4: We'd take that result tomorrow night,
3: wouldn't we? I don't want to go to Wales and see a nil-nil.
4: Ben, we would take a point tomorrow night, mate. I'm sorry, at Cardiff we would take nil. I know you. Do. I know you want to see a three-three or a four-four, but i would take a nil-nil tomorrow night.
3: No, what? so would you? No, you would. It's going to be bloody <laughs> cold as well. Sunderland <laughs> one, Bristol City two. Dave, which is more likely: Sunderland relegated or Bristol City reach the playoff final?
4: Um, more likely, oh Christ, Sunderland relegation.
3: Okay, I'll tell, you, I'll
4: tell you for why. I'll tell you for why. Um. Our man Famara Giju is out for three months with a knee injury. Did it in the cup in a week.
3: Oh dear. Poor, mm. poor Lee Johnson. Birmingham nil, Villa nil. Um, one team Brap. on the edge of the relegation line. Um, one team on the edge of the playoff line. Villa slightly tailing off. Um, right, Dave. I'm very conflicted by this. Norwich one, Derby two. <laughs> what um, a
4: goal! What a finish! Do I have to? I don't know what I'll you think. Think. I think. Mean, I'll Norwich lose,
3: it. but. But the nooch.
4: Did you see the finish? You've seen the goal. I've not seen it no. <laughs> so the ball so they're battered. This is their first shot. They've been battered by Norwich first half, apparently. And um ball is just played through to him inside left. It's drilled through to him from midfield, twenty five yards out, one touch left foot, gets it out of his gets out of his feet, twenty five yards out, just bends up bends it round gun. It's a class goal, absolutely class yeah. nuge goal. The sorted score against us with his yeah. eyes shut and, and blindfolded, one in leg.
3: I think yeah, more and more talk about that. It's end of, end of November, isn't it?
4: That's the game That's the game in hand, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, had Closer
3: for, I had a ticket for the original wrong. game, so I'm guessing they're just going to send me another one, are they?
4: I think that'd be still valid. Yeah, they'll send you another one, wouldn't they? Not that ticket, but yeah, they'll replace that one. Um, bundled in winner from Sam Winnell. They'll be on a bit of a roll, then. They're now up to seventh, just on the cusp.
3: Um, okay, I don't take them seriously.
4: Well, yeah. Well, not even with Rowett
3: in charge. I don't rate Rowett, though, do. I? I think he's overrated.
4: Oh no, you said that, did you?
3: Yeah. yeah, but I'm always yeah. wrong about managers, aren't I? Every manager um, yeah. I say is bad is in the top six at the moment. So.
4: Yeah, generally. Um, first league defeat in eight for Norwich. Bit, and they've got they've got a juicy one tomorrow night, mate. Wolves at home tomorrow night.
3: Good. And I'm quite glad they've been, in Alex Ferguson's words, knocked off their perch a little bit because they were. You know, really, when, when we spoke to, uh, was it did you listen to the things with Jack Reed from Talk Norwich?
4: I did, yeah. A little bit full of it, wasn't the it, Young Jack?
3: But they, it was like they've made all these changes, and you know, got this forty-one-year-old German guy in, and the win against Ipswich and the performance against Arsenal was affirmation that it, it had definitely worked. Um, yeah. So yeah. it's kind of nice to see that get checked a little bit. Oh, it's a bit Schadenfreude. There we go. Preston two, Brentford three. Now, Dave. I've been having a lot of fun taking the piss out of Brentford, but they're actually actually doing quite well now, aren't they? On a nice well, they took,
4: um, I've got, yeah, no, so they took three points for their first seven, and they're now unbeaten in their last seven and have got eight, seven. Five. So they took three points for the first seven and 15 from their last seven. So apparently they've had more shots than any other team yeah. in the division. Yeah. They're, they're entertaining, aren't they? Your mate, your mate scored and then got knocked Sparks out, didn't he? On oh, yeah, okay? uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. Went off on a stretcher with... Uh, with concussion. So, scored the scored the opener um, and then got, yeah, nasty, look nasty one. Yeah, but no, he was all right. Smith came on after and said he was all right. Um, yeah, 3-2, I think, um, great volley. Look out for him Saturday. That Tom Barkhausen scored a really yeah, good volley, eleven
3: up. 2-2 yeah. two, um, two,
4: and then um, superb move and goal from Ollie Watkins for the winner.
3: Um, James Vickers of the Deepdale Digest will be on with me on Friday for our normally excellent preview shows Um <laughs> Enough said. <laughs> at this point I'd just like to apologize to anyone who was offended by um any comments made by our Burton um fan. I think I successfully bleeped the right couple of words, but I do apologize if anyone took offence. Oh, did
4: his did his language get a bit fruity? Mm, I
3: <laughs> um the preview show's been a really great success, hasn't it, Dave?
4: Yeah, it has been superb. Yeah, yeah, just a blip, just a blip, young Ben. Okay,
3: um, sorry. <laughs> Hull two, Forest three. Who is Kieran Dowell?
4: He's on loan from uh, on loan from Everton, mate, and he scored a class hat trick. Twenty-two 20, brilliant years to put them two up. Then an even better finish from Jared Bowen, this young kid from Hull, who um, to get it back to two-one. Left foot curler, superb goal. Um, um, what am then now, Dell got.
3: Sorry, I'm going to interrupt you. Um, what on. I'm interested in now is you said class hat trick. What is the crappest hat trick ever? There must be a really crap hat trick. Oh, don't I remember
4: we, we spoke about this on the pod on the history pod with um, Stat the other week? The Dean Bowditch hat trick against <laughs> what, against, <laughs> what, what all three goals wind assisted.
3: And I think Did, didn't the goalkeeper have a Brian gun for one of them or something?
4: Lenny, Lenny Pidgeley Lenny Pidgeley Oh
3: good shout yeah well done um, so yeah. get us on Twitter with your crap tricks the, the worst oh, is there such is no. there such thing as a bad hat trick by definition yeah,
4: can't be the thing just getting back to the whole game yeah, had the, sorry, um,
3: sorry to... had
4: the um, tennis ball protest the game was halted home 20 minutes due to a shower of um, tennis balls hurled onto the pitch for the Hull fans in protest that I don't know whatever they're protesting <laughs> about. Obviously the obviously the ownership. Um, much amusement. Apparently, Lenin Slutsky did not understand what was going on at all. So that must have been quite a yeah, uh, quite amusing to see his reaction to that.
3: Fulham one, Bolton one. Um, so Mick McCarthy is outperforming Slav by three positions at the moment. Just like to throw that out there.
4: Kind of weird. Did you realise Kearney scored the winner with a rare header,
3: Equalizer. and it was his f-
4: yeah, sorry, equaliser. It was his first start since um, here at Ipswich. End of August, he's been out, out.
3: Mm. Sheffield Wednesday.
4: second, oh, second, second goal in a week for our man Sammy Obe, Obe.
3: Oh, lovely! Uh, Sheffield Wednesday won. Barnsley won. Um, Carver Hall is my new lead Johnson for the season. I'm yeah. predicting that he's going to be fired, which means he won't be fired.
4: No, he'll stay. He'll still be there. Yeah, when they just edge in the playoffs last game of the season,
3: mix um, out, mix out him as well.
4: I think he is. A superb, superb um, equaliser by Harvey Barnes, teen, another teenager for, for Barnsley, cutting from the right. Probably my goal of the week, um, cutting right foot from the left, curled in top, top bin.
3: Fantastic. Do, do you know, I was at the Barnsley game, he tried that against Bart.
4: Yeah, and obviously without much success. Well, with some
3: success, but Bart made a really good save. Uh, that exact man. move you just described, yeah. Reading yeah. nil. Borough 2. Um, Mick McCarthy is also outperforming Yap Stam. Um, Reading, four defeats in five. Led Bitter and Asambalonga.
4: Yeah, Asambalonga is a, a gold machine at, at this level. Um, yeah, Reading just two points above the uh, above the proverbial drop zone, mate. They're not having mm-hmm. a great season, although I did check. Good old Yap. They've not lost their principles. Still 68% possession.
3: Lovely stuff. Um, Ipswich's next five opponents, Dave. Cardiff drew Ooh. 0-0 at home. Preston lost at home. Hull lost at home. Villa Ooh. drew nil nil at home and Sheffield Wednesday drew at home.
4: I can see twelve points from those games.
3: Fifteen. <laughs> Nailed on. Nailed on. Um extrapolate It was a tenth with twenty one points from thirteen games. Um one less than a lot of teams. One point six one points per game, projects seventy four. So if you're a points per game mark like me, you should actually be happy at the moment because that's Yep. A significant improvement on last season and the season before was 69. It would be Mick's second-best season behind the playoff one. Um, Skews and Bart have still played every minute. Waghorn yeah. now out in front on the goals with seven. Uh, McGoldrick has got six, if you count all competitions. Also, if you count all competitions, bursant Selena joins Joe Garner on <laughs> four. Um, assists... Uh, nothing changed. No assists in the game because of the free kick and the bouncy deflecty setup for yeah, clearance. Um, yeah, wag on for wag on. Thank you. Um, uh, so Nudson and Ward still on four. Um, we're going to the Nasdaq. Um, and you can follow James. Um, at James underscore ninety nine. He has two bets per week. Two five pound bets. Little bit of fun we like to have. He has to bet one on Ipswich and one on the championship. Dave is the Nasdaq up or down?
4: I don't know. I missed it last week. What, what happened last week? Can you remember?
3: Um, it was really up. I think he had a treble come in, which paid wow, for, paid for some sins in previous weeks. Um, <laughs> so this week he had in the Ipswich Burton game, both teams to not score. Uh, okay. and he had a double. Of Ipswich to win, yeah. yeah. And Wolves to win. The Nasdaq is down, down, deeper oh. and down. Oh no! Is that does that beat the Elton John one I did earlier?
4: Is that... Status quo, status quo. The Elton John status wins hands down, mate. Oh, shut Every up. time. Are you serious? <laughs> no, because I knew I knew that'd get that reaction from you,
3: Ben. I'm a professional piano player. <laughs> <laughs> um, Do we go to the Renegade Statman? Go on. Go on, Stat. Easy, lad.
4: Easy, Stat.
3: Big congratulations on your 100th episode. I imagine ah! the celebrations to be akin to Ipswich's fantastic 99-2000 season. I wasn't with you from the beginning, so I see myself in the Marcus Stewart role, signed towards the end of the season to complete the jigsaw. Very... Very humble stat and a a perfectly valid mention of Marcus Stewart. The stat machine has just finished calculating a couple of stats taken from the first 99 shows. You've said Dave 1,841 times, and Dave has said Spence 979 times. The stat machine, as you know, is usually correct, but you can recall my debut on the pod with the Scrabble stat. I remember that. The stat machine was having clearly a day off. Thankfully, I've recovered... And the rest, they say, is history. Shameless pug for this week's show. It was crabtastic. Obviously, you can catch Statman and Dave on the excellent this uh, week. That was the... F- ITFC that, history that, every that Wednesday.
4: That was the famous um, Ipswich-Chroma FA Cup tie. Yeah, that was crabtastic. yeah. Check
3: it out. Comes down this feed. What's the worst that could happen? On to Saturday's game. I'm glad McCarthy took on board the fans' suggested Selena substitution. And a little Kosovan came on to win the points. <laughs> it was the fifth time this season one of our substitutes has come off the bench to score a goal. I know what you're thinking. How does that compare with other Mick McCarthy seasons? Well, we've already equalled the total number of times it happened last season, and there's still six months to go. In 2012-13, Mick was in charge of 34 games from November, and again, five goals were scored by players coming off the bench. The top three seasons under Mick with goalscoring subs are as follows. 2013 seven. 2014-15, 2014-15, nine, and very surprisingly, 13 nine. in 2015-16. The top goal-scoring subs under Mick are, in fourth place, Paul Anderson, that playoff huh. equaliser. Something about yeah. that goal, isn't it? Even if you watch it now, you still kind of punch the air as it goes in, is Euphoria, yeah, euphoric. Um, joint second, Pittman four and Ward four, um, although Ward did get three of them in one, okay. in one <laughs> He hit. did, yeah. And controversial, first mixed top-performing substitute is David McGoldrick. Statman adds, maybe David McGoldrick should return to being a super sub. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, A big well done on reaching your centenary, and here's to the next 100. Peace and love, renegade Statman. So as Statman mentions, this is our 100th show. We're going to do a bit on that um, in just a jiffy. Um, But first of all, Dave, there's two games... Obviously, we're recording on Monday. Most of you are going to listen to this on Tuesday. Um, yeah. So Cardiff is today if you're listening on Tuesday. So Cardiff away and Preston at home, Dave. Um, yeah. Give me not your easy. thoughts not easy. on that. I
4: mean, Card- Cardiff is third. Um, they had they have led the division at some at some, uh, some point of the seat. Um, they see, I think they were gone top at day one. Well, they drew 0-0, We said they were top for a Mills. few weeks, weren't they, Dave? Yeah, they have been. They have been top. Yeah. Um, no Gunnison or Zahor Saturday. I think zahor has got a, out for another perhaps couple of weeks with ankle injuries. But like we did allude to earlier on, they've got some pacey wide players, Hoyler and Mendez Lang, that that, that concern me. And in my opinion, one of the best championship signings of the season was um, Craig Bryson in midfield from Derby, which was a good, which is a very, um, very good signing.
3: Bamba on the statistics, They've got, playing very well as well.
4: They've got head two heads, two heads of meat at the back with Morrison and um, and Bamba. Yeah, a bit like the um, the Twin Towers that we, we recristened. Oh, they were good,
3: weren't
4: Flint, they? Yeah. The Flint, yeah, I think they got similar. So, yeah, it's going to be... I would take... I know you want to see goals, Ben, but, yeah, I'd take... Like I said earlier, I would take a 0-0 now tomorrow night. A draw would be a good result there tomorrow.
3: Okay, and... Preston with Barkhausen and Johnson and Hughes yeah, and he yeah, managing.
4: Yeah, I'm mean, looking look forward because they've got a bit about them, actually. Yeah, although they've gone off the... They, they, hadn't, they didn't lose for ages, did they? I think they've lost three out of the last four now. But, yeah, I think they'll, that'll be a challenge. They, he's obviously got them really well organised. They or no, they conceded three to Brentford, but they haven't really been conceded in that many. Um, I mean, they score bundles, but... Um, yeah, Barkhausen's going to be interesting to see him. And obviously, um, if Hugel plays, we were heavily um, heavily linked with in the close season. And the um, obviously, one of our favourites, Johnson.
3: Lovely. Looking forward to him. And obviously, Johnson yeah. and Hugel both notched against us last season.
4: They did, yeah. I, I, yeah, it might be a Saturday game too early for me with the, the oh, old no. arm and stuff. Probably, probably will be, yeah. Because I don't want to go, thought I to go and get it bashed, mate. So, um, yeah, might might just have to sit that one out. But I'll be back for the, I'll be back, whatever the next one is. Um, but some a big game. I tomorrow night is some. I just made a note, some some games of note tomorrow night. Leeds at home to Derby, Norwich as I said earlier, home to Wolves, QPR, um, Sheffield United away at QPR, who just played and beat Wolves obviously the weekend, and um, a basement battle. Um. A basement six-pointer, <laughs> Sunderland against Bolton. Crap. Uh, Sunderland um, haven't won a home game since in 2017. So there you go.
3: Pathetic. Um, so Rubbish. as we have thrown out, this is our 100th Monday can't, show. So obviously that. we're very, very pleased and very happy. We started the week before the 2015 16 did, seasons. So that's obviously two full seasons of sort of 40 odd shows with a couple of extras with Graham that, and Stan. Those,
4: those early shows, Ben, were a slog fest. Do you remember I used to do my bloody. Um, I used to do everything. I, I used to do um a little. um My top 10 Ipswich players and I did my top 10 games. Do you remember that?
3: Oh, all the profiles. Yeah. So. Oh, wow. Um, obviously. We've had great fun doing it, and we've actually made quite a lot of friends. Um, so, on behalf of me and Dave, obviously, thank you yeah. to everybody who's ever listened to a single episode. Obviously, we're now three episodes a week and history pod and YouTube videos, so it's it's grown really nicely. But I put a shout out for people who think um, they've listened to all one hundred. Dave, so are you ready to say some thank yous?
4: Go on, go on. Who's on the uh, go on? Here we we go. go. Mark Barber,
3: Ben Dawkins, Jonathan Powell, uh, Phil, Sam Willingale, uh, Slower Ball, Matt Swords, uh, MJG, Jax Larder, (laughs) Cobold, Massive, Matt Woods, Andy Bryant. David Pascoe says he's got 33 unplayed on his iPad, so I thought he deserved (laughs) the (laughs) mention just for that. Uh, Stubbsy, MJ, JITFC, Ian, Josh Berry, uh, Daniel, Wrestling Daniel. Matt Thomas, Pietro, James Ruddock, Steve Thompson, Jay Burns, Remy Vassiluk, Peter Basford, Phil Everson, Kevin Major, Dennis Sullivan, Will Pearce, Tim Williamson, Les Saunders, Joe Fairs, Harrison Morley, Pete Curtis, Mark Johnson, Chris Deal, and that's probably warming your heart, Dave, isn't
4: it? Oh, man, that's superb. We didn't know, did we? When we started it, you know, we had no idea. I mean, it was just, you know, very much your idea, like we said before, and you, You know, you you spoke to me a few months before and I didn't really have a clue what you're talking about. And then we did the preview show and we both, you know, really got into it, really enjoyed it. And it's yeah, we yeah, it sounds a bit cliche, but we do it for the guys. Don't we do it for the listeners? We enjoy doing it and putting it out there, um, you know, please or offend. Um, And it's just great. It's great feedback that we got. And I can't say enough. Thank people enough. It was just nice to get all the nice best, you know, the really get-well wishes that I had when I was in hospital last week. It's fantastic, mate. Really, can, really Can you
3: good. imagine 100 episodes? They're probably about, on average, an hour and five minutes <laughs> each, aren't they?
4: Can we just apologise for all the time, for the people's time we've wasted?
3: <laughs> um, <laughs> Dave, team of the pod since it started. Okay, so part, okay, yeah, part and hang goal. On.
4: Yeah, hang on, hang let's, on. Hang on a minute. 40, I'm using, let's go I'm using one, one here. 4 two three <laughs> three. You, you 4-2-3-1. Go on, then. Barton, Goal. Go on. Um,
3: who's the right-back? Because it was Chambers I've got most of it. I've,
4: I've got Spence.
3: Okay, we'll go with Spence. Let's um,
4: oh, this, this, this imagine we did it before the Norwich game.
3: <laughs> okay, well, one of the centre-backs has to be Chambers, yes? Yeah, the
4: other one's got to be Berra. Sorry, oh. the other one's got to be Berra, Ben.
3: Okay. Yeah. Left-back That's, has to be Knudsen because he's the only one. in. Oh, really... no.
4: Yeah, absolutely.
3: Um, yeah. One of the midfielders has to be Skews. I've got... Can I just say... Hang on. One, two. Four. What is Skews?
4: Yeah, I know. Five of my five of my um front six. If this is a, quite an attacking front six, I would say. I've got anyway. Who's your so got, midfielder? It has to be I've, skews, doesn't I've,
3: it? I've got I've, I've got I've got Hugh. I've got skews
4: and Hughes. Okay,
3: skews and Hughes. So can I give yep. you my my line of three would be Fraser, <laughs> McGoldrick... <laughs> Tom Lawrence and Daryl Murphy, but it'll be Joe Garner in about three months, I think.
4: Of course, Underneath that, I've got equals, big capital letters, goals, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. Oh my God. I think we might concede a few, but that'd be worth seeing that team, wouldn't it? Oh, what?
3: Fraser off one side, Lawrence off the other. (laughs) So the thing we've learned is that our best players were borrowed from Premier League teams. Yeah. (laughs) We haven't had a right back for two years. Um, Can we not get Douglas in that team anywhere? No. No. No.
4: Sorry, Dougie. No. Maybe coming off the bench. Maybe coming off the bench. A little. A little Newcastle cameo with about two minutes to go when we're like three nil up, perhaps.
3: Dave, we had a request. Um, one more time for old times' sake. People go want on. to hear you ever go at the CV game. Oh. oh no, I've got. <laughs>
4: Hang on. On again. to get me misses. to get me misses. Get me morphine, sure.
3: Right. I think you're get gonna get the I think you're going to get this in two, Dave. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven teams. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to read out seven teams in the order that this professional football player played for the seven teams. And can
4: I um can I apologise in advance if I come out come out with some Mick McCarthy language?
3: <laughs> go on. Okay, so don't give your answer, Dave. You're going to get it after two. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So all right. we all know the rules. For the last time ever, the CV game. Here we go. Argentinos Juniors, <laughs> Boca Juniors, <laughs> Barcelona, <laughs> yeah, Napoli, uh, uh, Seville, oh <laughs> nils old boys, oh dear. Boca Juniors. He'd uh, never played for Ipswich. Dave, who is it?
4: Did he go back to Boca Juniors? It's, it's Diego Armando Maradona, mate. I'll say his full name.
3: The greatest, the greatest, for the last CV game ever, the greatest footballer ever to play the game. Surely, do you agree?
4: I, 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 there would be a lot of people out there who call him fat, and git and everything like that. But <laughs> yeah, oh, to my mind, he is. Unbelievable. This yeah, is on his yeah.
3: Wikipedia. He's five foot five.
4: <laughs> <laughs> He's incredible. Absolutely incredible. And there was talk, you know, when we signed Mourin and Tyson, there was talk that um, Sheffield United signed an Argentina. This is a true story called Alex Sabella. When we signed and Tyson, 78, 79, and there was talk that yeah, Maradona could have been could have been that player, but in the end they, they, they for some reason not he didn't come. I think perhaps he'd already been um you know um um promised out of Boca Juniors. You know, I don't know whether he was with Boca Juniors then, but yeah, best best player I've ever seen. I think Messi will run him close, but um just because yeah, Maradona single-handedly won Argentina a World Cup, didn't he? Um, so hundred
3: episodes. We'll get a lot of rebu- We will
4: get a lot of abuse rebu- over this, but anyway, go on. <laughs>
3: 100 episodes, Dave. Your your favourite podcast moment.
4: Huddersfield um, away last year when we <laughs> lost the plot. Well, we we we, we, it's going to 3-0. And then we were describing the goal, weren't we? And then a ball came across. And oh, it was Schindler or something. It's just unmarked on the back post. And, and you said, Dave, it was like 2-0 dreadful. And we we went quiet. And I said, which is shit, aren't we? And that was it. Was it? Just it all fell apart. That was funny. Um I used to love the old um, the alternative 11s, like the double bowed 11, the fat 11s. Um, another funny, another good one, I think I corpsed you as most unusual, unusual place if you've ever seen a town player. And I think I corpsed you with um here yeah, every other week. I see Luke Chambers at right back. I Awful. think that got you, didn't it? That got you, Awful. didn't
3: it? Um, okay, so quickly, Dave, since we've been doing the pod, the best game and the best player?
4: Um, honestly, best game recently has got to be Sunderland, hasn't it?
3: Um, Millwall. Best, you didn't go to that one, did you?
4: Oh no, you you loved that one, didn't you? Yeah, oh, and I like F- Villa away. Villa. I, did, I did enjoy Villa away it was good. Yeah. Um, best player. Um, it's Lawrence. Oh, I'd say Ryan Fraser. Just, Lawrence or we,
3: Fraser, we did,
4: it? We did yeah. see another, Probably is Lawrence, but I thought Fraser. He could have taken us anywhere that season had he stayed fit. Honestly, he was that good, wasn't he? Yeah.
3: Okay, so once again, thank you to we've got a bit self enjoy, but thank you to everyone for um listening and tweeting in and making the podcast a success. If no one was listening, we would have stopped doing it a long time ago and yeah. all the lovely friends we've made it's been very, very awesome. You can follow us on twitter um, at blue monday i t f c where you can find the link to buy a t shirt to support our endeavors here dave you're on twitter
4: yeah at david Diamond three.
3: Um, I'm on Twitter at Benjamin Bloom. I will be back. Obviously, there was no YouTube video on Saturday because I wasn't there. But um, if you tap into YouTube at about half ten tomorrow night, I will have done a match review. Yeah, look forward to to that. Although all that seems to be happening with my YouTube videos is that we lose to someone and (laughs) all the other team's fans watch it on YouTube and say how fair I am.
4: Yeah, you are. You a, even very fair. You got some really, you got some really positive comments after the yeah. Derby game, after Norwich game. I'm Norwich it? fans'
3: um, favourite Ipswich fan. You are. You not, are not. If, um, not if we won. I think they just been.
4: And I'll be back. I'll be back with the stat man on the um, this week in ITFC history, which is out on Wednesday.
3: And I will be back on Friday with an, a preview show. God, it's, it's not going to be awkward or, or crap at all this week. It's going to be excellent. <laughs>
4: I'm going, laugh. I'm going to have a listen to that again. i was
3: only listened to very, very I don't know what you're talking stuff. about. Um, so thanks again, everyone. 100 shows up. Here's to the next 100. Say goodbye, Dave. Goodbye. See you later. It's the promotion running. Everyone
2: is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there, offering much-needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping. But in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurant.